Today's daf is daf Peites. We're beginning at the Mishnah at the bottom of Peches Amad Beis. Zog the Heilga Mishnah. Yotza Shma Be'ir. If a uh, rumor has gone out concerning the reputation of a woman in the city that she is Mekudeshes, meaning basically uh, we have a woman that is right now known to be a Pnuya. She's supposed to be a, uh, a single. But the rumor is that she's married. So, So the Mishnah says we have to take that rumor into account and we have to deal with it as Mekudeshes. I mean, if you know with whom the rumor is uh, being stated, we have to clarify. And if we cannot figure out that she's not married, she would need to receive a get from this fellow based on the rumor. The Gemara is going to discuss, and then before she can get into it, we're not going to get into too much detail, what constitutes a valid rumor to require a woman that she was a Pnuya, now she needs to receive a get from this individual before she can go marry someone else. If the rumor came out that she's Mugureshes, Harezu Mugureshes, that let's say you have a woman that now we say is divorced, she, we have to assume that she is divorced. Now the Gemara at this point understands what that means. Obviously it doesn't mean that if you have a woman that's an Aishas Ish, and now there's a rumor that she's Mugureshes, oh she's Mugureshes, she can go marry whoever she wants. What it means at this point, the Gemara understands, if she'll be married to a Kohen, and she, she now, there's a rumor that she is Megureshes, she wouldn't be able to return to her husband because she's, as a Grusha, she can't be living with her husband, the Kayan. The Gemara's going to question that, but that's what the Gemara's understanding what it means right now. However, as, as long as there is no Amasla, is like an excuse. I mean, it's something that mitigates the rumor. Something that tells you, okay, we understand why that rumor started, but it allows us not to take the rumor seriously. So therefore, this din that you need to get, or you, you have to deal with her as a grusha, or you have to deal with her as mekudeshes, is only if there is no mitigating factor that can undermine, or at least allow us to understand why the rumor might have come into being, but it is not something that we'd have to be concerned about. So, Ezu Amasla, let's give us an example of what our masla would look like. So he says, what happens if Girish is ishto al tnai? We happen to know that the woman was uh, the, was Megureshes al tnai. All right. So now the tnai was that I have to do A, B, and C within thirty days, and he never did it. So therefore, the, the woman's claiming that she's not Megureshes because the Tanai was not fulfilled. It's very possible that the rumor started that she's Megureshes because people heard that there was a get given al Tanai, but they're not really aware of whether the Tanai was fulfilled or not. So that would be a, that would be a case where that would allow us to say, okay, we understand there's a rumor, but we don't have to deal with her as if she is Megureshes. Or in second, another example, Zorek lo Kiddusheho, Savik Korvloi, Savik Korvloi, that a man threw Kiddush into a woman, could either be the Shtar, or could be the Kesem, and it was at the, at the time, it was a question, who was it closer to? But it's very possible that Chachamim did check it out, and they established 
that it wasn't closer to, to her and therefore it wasn't a condition. But anybody involved in some part of the story might walk away with the impression that you're Mekodesh. So you have now a mitigating factor to how the rumor came into being. Rashi explains that these two cases, you could switch them around. One could be the case of Get, Zarekar of Lok, Zarekar of Lok, and the case of Altnai could be, they're just picking two examples of where there's a mitigating factor. So therefore in these cases, Zui Amasla, this is an Amasla, where the Chachamim can say that even though the woman is swearing up, the woman's swearing up and down that I'm Pnuya, or I am not a Grusha, and there's a rumor that she is, so then we can put the factors together, then we can keep her at her status based on having now clarified how this rumor came into being. So Dr. Moravaitu, it seems a little harsh. You tell me, to say that you have a Pnuya, that we know that she's a Pnuya till uh, now, we, we understood she's a Pnuya, and now there's a testimony coming up, we'll see how clear and what exactly, it's going to have to be pretty good testimony, that she's a, she was Mekudeshis, to say that she can't marry without getting a get from this fellow, I can live with. But to say a woman that's already married to a Kohen, and now there's a rumor that she is Megureshes. Now you're going to go ask her to go back to her husband. We're going to ask her to her husband. Later on today's daf, Ravash is going to paskin that a call can only be effective if a woman's not already married. But if the call only comes into being... After the woman is married, we're not going to accept the call to ruin her current marriage. We're not going to do that. We're going we're gonna to assume that why well, now all of a sudden they wake up that she's a Grusha. Why didn't this call come before? So we assume that in such a case that the call is not a valid call. But if it's already a Grusha, so the our Mishnah, when you say that the case of Grusha, the way we explained it, that she becomes husband to husband, the Kayan, the Chorah, that would be violating this rule that you don't accept a call if she is already a Nasua. Sigmarah so says like this, Nahachi Ka'amar, Yotza Shma Be'ir Mekudeshes. This is the way you have to read the Mishnah. If she's a Pnuya, and the Shma Be'ir came, that says that she's Mekudeshes to Ruvain, so in such a case, she will not be able to marry anyone else until what? She gets the get from Ruvain. Harezu Mekudeshes. Now, Mekudeshes, Megureshes, it's not a separate case, it's building up on the first case. If there was a rumor that she was Mekudeshes from Ruvain, but there also was a rumor that Ruvain was Megarisher, which takes her back to her status of Pnuya, so Harezu Megureshes, we accept the rumor that she is Megureshes. So, Einachinam, you're right. On an Aishas Ish, a woman that's married to a Kohen, if all of a sudden there comes a rumor that she's Megureshes, what are we going to do with it? What are we going to do with that? We don't accept such a rumor, because you can't accept a rumor on a woman that's already married. The case in the Mishnah that says that we accept that she's Megureshes was that you have a Pnuya, that there was a rumor that she's Megureshes, and then we had a rumor that she's now Megureshes. There you accept it because it puts her back to her status of being a Pnuya, so that you can accept that sec- the rumor that she's Megureshes. But a woman that's married to a Kohen, all of a sudden the rumor is Megureshes, we will not accept that rumor. My timer, what's the reason that you accept the rumor that she's Megureshes after there was a rumor that she's Megureshes? Because what it says, it's called the Shovra Imo. Because you have with it the call that she's Megureshes together with the, re- the Shovra's receipt. It's something that breaks the, the, the debt. So here too, you have the call that is breaking, the, the call is being broken. The call is that she's Mekudesh's. What's breaking it? 
The call that she's megurashes. So therefore you can accept that. That's the way to understand the mission. going back to status quo. Right. And, that, and, and it's not coming, it's not affecting her status of being in the sewer. So we can accept it. Amarova. Let's say that a woman uh, is, and tells us that we're talking about that she is a, uh, a, 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 a pnuya. And now there is a shame that, uh, that she had relations with an Ovid Kuchavim or with an Evid that would now turn her into a zona and she would now, moving forward, not be able to marry a Kohen. It says, Ein law. We don't accept that uh, rumor. We don't accept rumors like that. Because my time, because Pritzusa Ba'alma Hi, the Chazi law. Rashi explains is that, that human nature is if you see a woman that's acting inappropriately, we'll see examples of it in the, in, in the, in the Gemara, then they automatically assume the next step. For example, you see a woman sitting and having lunch with a, a strange man. People think, oh, uh, she's familiar enough to in public go have lunch with a guy, there must be something going on. Or we're going to see other examples of it. So therefore, by, the, by specifically in this area of, of Zona, where it could be built on an a, a, a inappropriate behavior, but it doesn't necessarily mean there was any actual uh, a, a, a relation, the sexual relations that happened there, we don't automatically assume that the rumor is correct and that she is a Zona. So says the that's not so posh. It's kitanoi. It's actually machlokus tanoim. Look at the opinion of Rav Meir. Now, I'm going to just translate the words. I'll tell you how other Rishonim learn it. Rashi seems to learn it straight. Achla b'shuk. A woman was brazen enough to eat in the in in a, in, a, in the marketplace. She eats in public. Girgerabashuk. She walks around with her head held high. It's like a haughtiness. She walks around. All right. Heinika b'shuk. She's willing to nurse in public. So this is a woman, according to Rav Meir, that has no embarrassment whatsoever. Must be that this woman has been uh, uh, promiscuous, and we can uh, uh, we give her the status of a zona. Cohen would not be allowed to marry such a woman. Bechulan Rav Meir Omer Teitze. Others learn Achla B'shuk means she's seen like uh, uh, sharing food with a man in the in public. When a, when, a, when a woman is so comfortable that she can reach over, you know, and pick up the chicken wing off his plate, so then it shows that there's a certain level of, uh, of, of, of intimacy that's, that's there. That's how others learn it. But anyway, Rav Meir learns that if you see such behavior by a woman, that already is indicative that there is some, there's a, there's a, there is, it's more, it, there's a, there's a, a Cohen would not be allowed to marry Rabbi Akiva Omer, he says that that's not enough. What you need to have, you have the, the, the city enters. They used to sit at night under, under moonlight. They used to, we've had them, this before. They used to weave or knit or whatever it is. Said if it's got to the point where the Yenta's already talking about her, so then, then you know that that's, that's already, uh, you know, something going on over there where they smoke this fire. So where is it like this? Rabbi Akiva, I remember she used to, um, that she's in the discussion, the, 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 the give and take, the, the, the discourse of the ones who are knitting in the moonlight, that's when there's a problem. So Amar Loy Rav Yechem and Nur. Yechem says, I don't get this. He says, Im Kain Loy Nachta Basla Avram Avinu Shir Shevis Tachas Bala. You've created a situation that any girl is now got a problem moving forward. Is that a man marries her, and we find out that uh, that 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 three weeks before the marriage or four that there there was the Yentas were sitting and talking about it. He never knew about it, and now it comes out that that's a problem. You have to accept this. He says you can't do that. That's not something you can just because there's a rumor. 
Tumor and like uh, of this nature that you can go ahead and, and disqualify a woman. So when it says, Atayra Amra Ervas Dover. The Torah says that whether you're obligated to divorce a woman when you found an Ervas Dover, when you found an inappropriate matter. Now it uses the word Dover. Right, Lahalanu Omer, and above that, when it talks about the laws of testimony, what words does it say? It's a Omer Al Pishnaim Edim Ashplishlosha Edim Yakum Dover. So you see that a Ervas Dover that forces you to divorce is only something that is being facilitated by Edim. But some the Yentas are sitting under moonlight and schmoozing about it. That would not cause a person to have to divorce his wife. Again, it must be that the rumor started before he got married. Because if it started after he got married, we already said, Ravashi says that such a rumor we don't accept. But nevertheless, the husband doesn't necessarily hear every rumor before there's married. So, but it has to be something that is based on Edus. Some level of testimony about, of, of the origin of this rumor. It has to be something that has clarity, not just a rumor. We're going to see. Something that has some level of teeth to it. Avkan, as we dover borrow or something with clarity, with teeth to it, can't be stumped because people are schmoozing. Tan Rabbonon. We learned in the Bryce. This is the way Rashi explains it. Be'ula ein law. If a woman that had the chazaka, that she was a besula, and now there's a rumor going around that she is a be'ula to take away from her chazaka that she is a besula, what difference does it make, by the way? Oh, in terms of marrying a Kohen Gadol. A Kohen's allowed to marry a Ba'ula. It's only if she's been never loved to someone's also to her. But it makes a difference to a Kohen Gadol. Right? Okay. What's that? Uh-uh. No, no. If, it's, if there's been a Znus, then to a guy or to somebody or to a, where there's a Chi of Kores or one of them, then she can't marry any Kohen because then she's called a Zona. But let's say a woman, for example, a woman that's an Almana. Right? A woman is a Ba'ula. She can marry a Kohen. Kohen Gadol has to marry a Ba'ula. Right. Nesua, if the rumor that we knew that she's to be a Pnuya, a <coughs> rumor coming out that she's in a Sua, or Ein Choshna, or Arusa, or the rumor came out that she's in a Rusa, Ein Choshna, we don't accept that rumor to take away from a Chazoka. Right? So this is, uh, there is Mepharshim explaining, this is talking about that where something she's saying, six months ago, something happened a long time ago, and she's in Arusa, and putting her something, anytime you say something happened a long time ago, it's already a sign that, there's something uh, shady about it. Our mission is going to be talking about something that happened right away. We're going to see, because now we, our mission we talked about that you do accept certain rumors. So we'll have to see the difference. Shalola Ploni. Shalola Ploni was, this is even if it happened, is that yesterday or today she got married to someone, but we don't know who the person is. Shalola Ploni means we don't know who the person is. Again, that's a, that's a fake rumor. We don't accept that rumor. If she got married today, and people are going around saying she got married today, then you accept, we expect what? But you also know, uh, the, there has to be evidence to it. If you don't know, it's already signed that's not a good rumor. Ein Chayish Uh, if the rumor is that in the next city she got married yesterday or today, she got married in the next, also Ein Chayish law. Has to be more, uh, evidence than just this. Mamzeres, that she's a Mamzeres and Choshen Law, Shivcha, that she's a Shivcha and Choshen Law, Higdish, Blonin, a Chosom. The rumor went out that that Ruvain was Makdish, all is the Chosom to the base of Migdosh. Again, uh, or Hifker, Blonin, a Chosom. Or the rumor that he's Makdish, all is the Chosom. Come and take. The rumor is everything, everything of his is, not, again, in these things, Ain Choshesh in Lahen. We say that these aspersions are being cast, or these rumors are being cast. People might have certain, have separate motiv- motivations why they're doing them. And just based on rumors alone, we're not going to change status of either property or of the person's lineage. Amar Ula. 
In our Mishnah, when we say that we do expect, we do accept rumors. Our Mishnah said, He says, not stammer rumor like we had before. Kol avara. Kol avara is just that people are talking, the people are kibitzing. It's Elakadesh, you, Neiroz Dolkas, witnesses are coming and saying that we were by this woman's house and there were candles lit. Umitas Mutsos, the couches what they served the food on, the couches were spread out. Uvne Adam Nichnotsin Vayotsin. And there are a lot of people, all of a sudden there are hundreds of people walking in and out of this house. And they're saying this woman's getting married today. So what does it mean? Miskadesh just means she's getting married. Getting married doesn't necessarily mean what? Yeah. That she is married. Miskadesh is a demolized kacha. So therefore, that's not good enough. So when it says, you're right. Emaplonis niskacha hayom. So that's what we're talking about in our mission that you have to be concerned with a rumor. It's a rumor that there is raglaim ladover. Because there's a house, looks like there's a party going on. It looks like there's a wedding. People are coming out of wishing mazel tov. Then you have to worry. Then even though they never actually saw the kedushin, but that's the kind of rumor that we have to worry about that she's Mekudeshes. The Chaintani Levi, and so too was taught in the base Medrash of Levi, and they taught the following Brysa. Not just Tam Havara, just say, Havara is like an echo, like a, like a rumor, and a, it's a kibitzing. Ella, it's Kadesh, your neighbors don't, because the neighbors have to be lit. Omitas with sauce, and the beds have to be spread out, the couches, uh, the, the, and, and Nashim Tavos, Lor Haner, and the women that, uh, that are, uh, are, are, are were, were there. I guess there's also something that was common there, they would knit in the light, so they would light candles then women who come and knit and schmooze at the, at the, the socializing at the wedding and they're all happy for her and they're saying woman is getting married today again the woman has a question what do you mean that she's getting married maybe it didn't happen it doesn't mean she's getting married it means what she did get married also same idea not that you hear any type of just rumors your neighbors don't because the live in neighbors have to be lit. And the beds have to be, the couches have to be spread out. So now, look at the key here. The simple way of reading means if they're saying, the people that are coming in and out of the house, if they're saying something, if they're wishing Mazel Tov, so then, then it's a rumor that we have to worry about. But if people are walking out of the, uh, in and out of the house and they're saying nothing, so then, that will be the Amasla. What's the amasla? We said before, amasla means it's something that undermines the call and it's an, it, it mitigates the call. It gives us an excuse that it never really, that's not really what's going on. So then, one says like this, but one second. What, if what creates the call is the amasla. The amasla creates the call. If they never said anything, that's not an amasla. There's, no there's nothing, there's no call. Amasla is there's a call and the amasla is the excuse that it's not really a call. But if they're saying nothing, then it says the Gemara, if they never said anything, there's no call at all. So what are you telling me? It's an amasla. No, no, what it means is like this. We're misunderstanding that last part of, uh, of, 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 of Rabbah's statement. What Rabbah is saying is like this. It's coming to exclude, to, it's to, dis- to, to disagree with the opinion of Rabbi Baravuna. Rabbi Baravuna held that an amasla that undermines a call can, doesn't have to happen immediately. Means the call could have started today, the amasla could be created in 10 days' time. 
He says, that's valid. That Amasla can undermine a call. What Rabbah is telling you is no. That for an Amasla to be considered a valid Amasla, it has to be generated at the same time that the call is being generated. Which means like this. What he's basically saying is, is that if they came out and they said, um, what's the, what would be the example? He says like this. He says, if, if the call is, is happening right now, the, the Amru Dover, they created the call, and there was a valid call. Even if 10 days time they come out with an Amasla, that will not be considered to be a valid Amasla. But if they, uh, if, if, if they, if, if the Amasla is not being, uh, is, 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 uh, uh, that will not be an Amasla to un- invalidate the call. But if the Amasla is coming out now with the call, somehow you have to figure out what the circumstance of this particular case would be. But if right now they're saying Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, and, uh, but it's a bar, it's a bar mitzvah, I mean, you know, then it's an Amasla that's coming out right now with the call, then you can accept it. But something in 10 days' time, that's, that's what he means over here. Simona says like this, no. Simona says, to exclude the case of Rav Rav Huna. He says, when is an Amasla good? It's Even if the Amasla is generated 10 days after the call was generated. Kamash Malan, that's what, that's what Lafuke that, to exclude that opinion, is what Rav Rav Huna is coming to say. Lo Amru, if there was no, uh, 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 if, if the, the call was not established strong enough, because as soon as the call was said, there already was an amasla with it, so then Huda have the amasla, because that's considered amasla, because as soon as the call came out, the amasla was generated with them. That's the case when it's a valid amasla. Ha, uh, ha amru. But however, if the call was established, Without there being an Amasla, so even if the Amasla is going to be said later on, then it's Lo Hav Amasla. That's not considered a valid Amasla. That's what Rabbi Rachana is saying. Also, each one has their own take on this. It's not that you heard just some kibbutzing, some schmoozing. Based in have to ascertain where did this rumor come from? It came from Ruvain, who heard it from Shimon. They have to trace it back. If based in are able to trace it back to there being some validity to the call, then we accept the call and we act upon it and we change the the, the, the status that she's Makudash, etc. So one says like this. So therefore, it's and they do the investigation. until they clarify to the clear matter. The matter is clarified. One second, one says like this. If you're able to trace it back to the matter and it comes out being that it's a clarified matter, then yeah. it's not a call anymore. Then lechora, then that's edus. Someone says davar habarur. That's edus ma'al yisro. That's valid edus. Hello. So what, what he meant is like this. Is ka'asar of Shmuel by Yehuda Amar of Abba Amar of Huna Amar Rab. Lo jeshamu kol avorat. Again, it's not just rumors. El kadeshi yom reploni mehechan shama. You have to trace back. Where did they hear it from? They heard it from these two people. And these two people mehechan shama uploni uploni. However, uploni uploni halchalem adina sayam. When we trace it back, there's two valid adim that they are claiming are the ones that the originators of the call. But when we go look looking for those people, 
they're on Medina Sayyam. But the fact is, since there are two Adim that are being claimed, are being claimed that they're the ones that said what they said, we don't have them now, that gives the underpinnings, that comes, you have the Raglayim Ladover to create a call. But that, but otherwise, some people schmoozing doesn't create a call. So, Rashi explains it like this. Let's say Beistin did their due diligence. They investigated. And the question right now is, do Beistin, and, and it was established that it's a call, but now information has come up that the call itself was not valid. Rashi gives an example. That when the Adam came back from Medina Sayyam, we were able to question them. And it came out that what we thought was what the, the basis for the call is not valid basis for the call. Or, uh, another example would be, is if we find out that along the line, we find out that the people that are doing the rumors are not valid for testimony. It's a woman, it's, 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 it's ch- children. So, are we as based in going to go and, and give a public announcement that this is not a call? Even though it might have been thought to be a call, it's not a call. Or do we just let the matter just go away? So are we mevatalakol or are we not mevatalakol? The reason not to be mevatalakol, as far as not being mevatalakol, is because people might be there when they establish the call. They might not be there when they're mevatalakol. And therefore, it creates a problem. Because some people think it was a call, some people think it's not a call. So basically, maybe it's better not to be mevatal, not to officially be mevatalakol once a call has been established. But that's our question here. Do we mevatal? Is there a based in obligation of mevatalakol? So I'm a late. Mid Amar Rav Chista, Ad Sheyomrim Mipikshirim, Shmam Menam Avatlin and Kala. So, so the Gemara wants to bring a raya. Rabbi Yosef wanted to bring a raya to Abaya. He says the fact that Rav Chista said that we have to ascertain that every step of the line that's involved kosher adim in order to uh, to say that the call is a good call. It's mashma though that if we find out that along the line that the adim are not good adim, so therefore means we would not we would meet, we would say we would negate the call. The fact that we have to determine that it is good adim implies that we, if we investigate it's not good adim. He wants to mean that's a raya that we have an obligation to mevatel the call. So I'm a lay, if that's your raya, other rabba, then you can bring a raya from the fact of Sheshis disagreed. He's not feeling it that even if it's women along the line that lead us to the source, and even if it's not kosher adim, we still will accept it. So that would be a raya that you're, that you're don't, you're not mevatalakol. So basically, so Shmamin Alamavat Nankala. So Amalei, so Rabbi Yosef said to Atravsa Ninu, there's different customs. Different cities, there's two different customs. One, some cities are Mavatalakol after it's been established. Other cities are not Mavatalakol after it's established. But Surah Mavatlikola, Benardoila Mavatlikola. Okay. There was a woman that the rumor went out that she married a Yeshiva Bokhar. But married to a yeshiva bachur. So, Asye Rav Chama Lavua. So Rav Chama brought the father of the girl to him to try to figure out what's going on. Is this woman really Mekudeshis or not? So Amar Lei, so he said, Emeli Heche Ave Uvda. So Rav, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rav Chama asked the father of the girl, tell me exactly in detail what happened. So Amar Lei, Al Tanai Kaddish, Adaitu Lo'azla Bechuzoi. Is that, she married him and he gave her the following stipulation that Harat Makudeshli, Almanas that I will not leave you to go to the city of Bechuzot. 
and he went to the city of Bechuzoi. So therefore, the father's claiming that what? That it's a Namekudesh, because the Kedushin was, uh, the stipulation was violated. For Azul, so Amalei, so Rav, you see, Rav Chama held like one of the opinions we had before. He said, came into Be'idna da Havei Kala, Loi Havei Amasla. Since at the time when the rumor came out, the Amasla that you're giving me, the mitigating factor did not exist yet, so in Lav Kol Kaminach, you don't have the capacity, the Mechaskas Amasla, to create a Amasla that's happening. So he holds like the opinion that Amasla has to happen immediately, it cannot happen later on. Yeah. Again, there was a story of a situation with a woman that a call went out that she's Mekudeshes, but what the, they had very, the, the marriage details were with the call that she's Mekudeshes. Be'atzipa de Tuchlo. Atzibah de Tuchla, Rashi explains, is that dates, when they are unripe, they put them in a, wrap them in, 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 in palm leaves until they, uh, ferment and they get softer, and then they pull off the, the pulp, and they make some kind of paste with the pulp, and the, 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 uh, the date pit still has it, some, some, uh, residual. residual fruit on it, that's usually fed to the animals. So the rumor here was that the person was Makadash her with this residual uh, fruit that's attached to the pits. So that's the details. So on one hand, there's a very detailed rumor that she's Makadash We even know what he's Makadash her with. We're going to see in this case it helps to mitigate the rumor. So say anything more like this. So it says again, so therefore, uh, and where, even we know the place, it was Be'en, it was by the spring, the Be'ishifi of Be'ishifi. So, Sholcha Rav Idi Bar Avin Lekameda Abaya. So, Idi sent to Abaya, how do we deal with it? Do we need a get or not? So he said, Akiai Gavna Mai, what are you doing in this case? So, Amalei, Afilu Lamanza Amalomavatlin Kala. Even according to the opinions that we can't be Mavatlakol, because the problem is that people might not have heard that we're being Mavatlakol, and therefore people are going to think that she's an Aishas Ish getting married, so therefore we don't want a Mavatlakol once it's been established. In this case, in this case, Bahamavat Linan Kala, we are going to Mavatlakol, because since the rumor has in it built in the mitigating factor, when people see that this woman gets married without a get, they're going to say, you know why the rabbis let her get married without a get? Because the guy who was Makadashu, Makadashu was something that was so little value, must have been what? It was less than a pachas mipruta, and therefore that's why they were. That's why she didn't have to get a get. So therefore, built into the rumor is itself the mitigating fact that we don't have to worry that it's going to create a problem of people thinking that an ashes ish is getting married. Right. So Gemara says like this. So Gemara says like this. Therefore, mevatlin and kala, because Amri. I People are going to assume it must be the Chachamim investigated the Kedushin and the Kedushin for Lohav and Shavu Prut and there was no Shavu Prut on this uh, on this uh, on this uh, in, in the in the first Kedushin. Again, a woman. Rumors came out that she's Mekudeshes lechad mivnei planya to a person from a certain city. All right, but they didn't identify which person it was. Right? Like, yeah, she got married. We know she got married to somebody from, uh, from, from, from Vegas. Right? So, I'm a rubber. I feel the mind. I'm a little bit in a He says, even according to the opinions, 
that say you should not be mevatel a call because it's going to create situations that people are going to think that an Aishas Ish is getting married. He says, over here, Bahamavat Lina, it's no problem over here. Since all we knew is that you got married to someone in Vegas, if they, the rumor went out that you got married to someone without specifics, we don't have any more details than that, people are going to assume it must be that the Chachamim checked into it and what did they ascertain? That the person that she got married to it wasn't a valid marriage, and that's why they're letting her get married, and therefore we don't, they're not going to assume that it's an Aishas Ish. So he says, Bahamavat Lin and Kala. In this case, we are Mavat the Kol. Because Meimer Amri, because people are going to say, Ainu Barabonun, Bekidushay, they, they did investigate the first marriage, and it must have been Kidushay Cotton, an example, it was a Cotton that married, it was somebody that wasn't able to be Makadashun. So the other situation was that attacker, a woman is Makudeshis, but they found out that this guy, the guy's like the guy's nine and a half and he's shaving, right? The guy looks like, uh, he looked like a godel, alright? And they thought that, uh, she had thought, thought that he was a godel, but then it came out that he's not a godel. But the concern was over here, are we worried about that People might think that she's actually Mekudeshis, so should we take it seriously, require a get before we allow her to marry anyone else? Because otherwise the rumor is going to come out that she's marrying and Aisha Sish is getting married without a get. So that's the question. What do we need to do here? So Amalei Rav Mordechai Ravashi. So Rav Mordechai said, Ravashi, have uvda. What's the 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 pasuk over here? It's pasuk from from Shaftim that leflagais ruvein. Flagais ruvein. It's referring to this is uh, this is in Shiraz Devora where she castigates ruvein. Remember when she went to war with uh, Barak the general, he was trying to uh, assemble all of the shvatim to come fight behind against Sisra, and ruvein separated himself. And so she likes, makes a comment like, who can ascertain or discern the, 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 the thought process behind Ruvain, why they would not have wanted to join their brethren in, in war against. And she makes some kind of comment. But we, we use that as a, term, a determining uh, factor, saying is that, listen, it could be if somebody looks like an adult, but you spend five minutes with the person, everybody realizes that the person has no discernment. To have be an adult, you have to have discernment. And a child doesn't have it. So you could look the part. So therefore, what the point is making over here, even if somebody, uh, uh, even if the person looked like an adult, everybody's going to know it's that it's a child. And therefore, you don't have to worry about the rumors. So therefore, like this. So, I'm going to say, Ravashi, have a uvda v'amru adayin legil l'flagais ruvein. That the person didn't reach that level of discernment that's referred to in the Pesach. Shenemar, l'flagais ruvein, g'doy l'mchekre lev. It's a play on words. It means that the, uh, the, the, the separation of ruvein can only be understood by adults who have the capacity of, 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 of differentiating. And therefore, a child doesn't have that capacity of, 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 dis, uh, of making that, of distinctions and differentiating and understanding. And therefore, everybody knows someone's a child, even if they don't look the part. Vaiter. So we said that as long as a, a, a rumor is not create, generated together with its a, uh, with, with, with a, uh, a, a mitigating factor, you have to accept the rumor if it's done 
again, one of the examples of a, a rumor with, a, with, with some kind of basis to it. So, Amr Baravuna, Amaz Amra Filu Mikan Yomim. So, this is what we had before. He says it doesn't have to be generated right away. A rumor, can, a, a mitigating factor can even be generated in 10 days' time. It doesn't have to be generated right away. Rav Zvid Amar, now the simple, even though normally Rav Zvid Amar would imply that he's arguing, but most of the, 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 the most of the commentaries seem to learn, there are some that don't, that this is just an independent statement. He's not saying something necessarily in contrast or arguing with what was said before by Rabbi Barav Huna. But he said, Bim amasla What he means is like this, is that sometimes you don't have to have an amasla generated. But if a, uh, a masla can be implied, that if Basin can say that this is something that people themselves will create or understand their own amasla, even if there wasn't actually an explicit amasla, we can rely on that amasla to undermine the rumor. So you don't have to actually express an amasla that you can create an amasla, an inferred amasla that can be can created by Basin is valid enough. What does he mean like that? We'll see. So therefore, So therefore, if if it's a a a, a an amplasma that can be uh, itself created or implied without there actually being one, it also is considered to be a valid amasla. So that's what what he's saying. So that's what Rashi says. Afilu amasla You can negate the call. Okay. So Mark's going to ask a kasha on this. In order to understand this kasha, we have to go back to. Yavamas. So one says like this. The case in Yavamas was that if a Eid Echot comes from Medina Sayyam and tells a woman that her husband is dead. So what's the halacha? So we say that, that we can rely, it's a leniency, because we say that a woman is not going to get married until she's daiko mincevo, until she does a due diligence, and therefore she can go marry someone else. Now what happens if she goes and marries someone else, and then lo and behold, the first husband walks back into town. So it says there that if she had Nesuin, so then she's Tetzemizel Mizeh. She needs a get from both sides, we'll see if she needs a get from both sides, but she can't, she can't go back to either one. If she had only had Erosin, she had only had Erosin, we allow her to go back to her husband. Now, Lechora, that creates a shtickle problem. Why aren't we afraid that people are going to think that she married the second guy, she's getting a divorce from the second guy, she's going back to the first guy, people are going to think that Magzer Grishosam in Aerosin is permissible. And it's not permissible. If a person is divorcing a woman, and even if she only had Aerosin, she's not allowed to go back to that person. So why aren't we going to be concerned? So we say, it, it, why aren't we afraid, uh, afraid of that? So, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, I, I'm sorry, I, 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 I skipped, I, I'm explaining the next question. Let's go first back to the question that we're doing here. The question we're going to be dealing with is from the Mishnah. Our Mishnah just said like this. Our Mishnah said, let, I, I'm already explaining the next point. Let's just go first to this question. Our Mishnah said that a call is only a call as long as there's an amasla there. Implies that you have to actually have an active amasla. You cannot have a amasla that could be created as much as you have to actually have the amasla. 
Maslam. So Amalek, even there, it means Obachaloy Shehe Sham. It means Bim Kaima Masla. It means that the coal can't be there with an Amasla that can be created. Don't mean that there actually has to be an Amasla. It means a, a Masla that, a coal that could have an Amasla with it. It's considered like there is an Amasla even to without, wipe out the even coal. Without it. Even without it. As long as it can be created. Alright. Bim Kaima Amasla Ka'amarle. So therefore, now, what the Gemara is going to say now is like this. So the fact is that Rab, Rab Zvid, Papa asked Rav Zvid that Lachori, the Mishnah says you have to have an actual Amas law. You can't create a implied Amas law. So Lachori means you don't agree with that. Lachari, how can you not agree with that? Let's go back to my case in Yavomus. The case is that if a woman got, got Eid Echa testified... And she went and remarried, and Mina Arison, and the husband shows up. She's allowed to go back to the first husband. I, why aren't we worried about that the rumor is going to generate that what? That a, 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 Mina Arison. He said, why? Because there's an Amasla. The Amasla is, because people are obviously going to think that must have been there's a condition that the husband said that if I don't come back, then you're Megoreshes. If I don't come back within six months, Megoreshes. And he did show up, and therefore people are going to make that Amasla. Now, it's only an implied Amasla, because they never actually okay. made that Amasla. You said that's what you allowed. It must be because it's, a, it's an implied Amasla. So what do you see? That you don't have to have an active Amasla. An implied Amasla could be relied on. So how could you be asking a Kasha? How come Rav Papa asked a Kasha, a Rav Kana, Rav Papa asked a Kasha, that I, you see from our mission, you don't imply an implied you have to hold an implied amasla. Otherwise, how do you understand the Mishnah in Yavomus? Let's see it inside. What you don't hold of an implied amasla? We learned in Yosef's Yavomus. Niskatsha. If a woman got married only Erosin. Then the husband shows up. So she's allowed to go back to the first husband. Love is not... Why should we be allowed to go back? Why aren't we worried about a call that they're going to come out that just Machsa Grishoso? Tomorrow must be Mishum Damrina on Altnai Kodesh. That must be people going to assume that the Amasla is they're going to assume that the first condition must have been the first Gerishin must have been Altnai. He divorced Altnai. Now he showed up. It's Enam Gureshes. And that's why she's allowed to go back to him. Simona says, no. The reason why over there you don't have to have an active Amasla because the husband's going to come back and make a big tumble. The husband's going to say, what are you doing? I never divorced you. He's going to come back. So therefore, the fact is he's going to make a big tumble. No one's going to, un- no one's going to make a mistake to say that what? That this is a case of Machsa Grishosa Mina Erosin because the husband himself, his whole tumble is going to make him based in it. He never divorced her. That's why she's not allowed to go back. But it's not because of any implied Amasla. There's no such thing. We don't make a, you don't, can't bring a rhyme from there that you don't, that you can make an implied Amasla. Shani Azam, Dasi Baal, Vakama Arar. Says the Swara is that what allows her to go back is because the husband is making such a big tumble that no one's going to even be confused, so then why only Mina Arison is she allowed to go back? Even if she had Nesuin, why don't we say she can go back? I, she had Nesuin, she even had relations with God. They're going to say it's an onus. She never knew the guy, she thought the husband died. Why don't we let her even go back if there's Nesuin? Why, don't we only, why do we only let her go back if there is Arison? Someone says, Iachi, Niseis Nami. Someone says, No, because Nisseis is the Abde Isura. Where an Isura has happened, Kansura Rabbonon. They penalized her. Why did they penalize her? Because the whole basis of relying on the Eid Echad is based on what? That the woman is going to do sufficient investigative work herself. Clearly, in this case, 
She didn't do the appropriate investigation. Otherwise, she wouldn't have had Nisuin with the guy. So there we pe- penalize her. So there, because in Israel, and Israel happened already, we penalize her. Mm-hmm. This Gacha, we only Erosin, therefore the law of the Israel, and Israel didn't happen yet, the law of the Israel, the did not penalize her. Amravashi, called Kolod Lez Chazak Vevedin Alav Kolohu. That if a call has not been vetted out, by Bastin to check out if it's a valid call, we do not deal with that call as it exists. A call that has not been vetted out by Bastin is not a valid call. For Amr Bashi, and this is the second thing we had before, Amr Bashi called Kola the Basar Nisuin, that if a call only is generated after Nisuin, now they wake up and say, she did this, she did this, she did this. She says, Lav Chashin and Lay, that we do not accept such a call either. So more is implying your concern is only if it's after Eris Nisuin because then it messes up the marriage and he already had relations. And, but, but what if it's only after Erisin? It's Mashma. After Erisin, then what? We would accept the call. We only don't accept the call if it's after Nisuin. Then more says that that might, might be what Rav Ashi holds. But Rav Chaviva Amar Afilu Debasa Erisin Nami Chashin Le. That we don't accept the call even if there's only been Erisin. The Hilchas of the Allah says Loi Chashin Le. We do not accept the call even after Erisin. Once Erisin has happened, that shuts the door on a call. Unless it's been verified. Unless it's been completely verified, yeah. Amar Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba. So they sent to the yeshiva of Shmuel that they want uh, Shmuel to paskin to teach us the halacha in the following case. What happened was, is this woman, there was a call that she's married when she's a pnuya. There's a call that she's mekudeshes to Ruvain. Then Shimon comes along before she got a get from Ruvain. Shimon comes along and he's mekadeshes kiddushi Torah. A valid kiddushin with two Aiden. What do we do now? There's a call that is Mekedesh to Ruvain that started before the second Kedushin. And then she had a Kedushin Gomor to the second guy. How do we deal with this case? So Shalach Luhu Taitse, he says, first of all, since there's a call that she's Mekedesh, she cannot be with, Ru- with Shimon. So she has to leave Shimon. And you have to clarify the matter completely. And come and notify me. Someone says, what is going on here? What is he coming to, what is he saying? You've got to clarify. What is, needs to be clarified? What is actually the psak of Shmuel? So my, what does Shmuel mean? When he said, perhaps he's saying like this. Maybe you have to go back and verify how good a condition that first condition was. Go back and, and ascertain if it was a valid condition. If you're able to ascertain that it was not a valid condition, so then Mivatlina Nakala will negate the call and let her go back to Shimon. Can't be. Because Nahardo was the city of Shmuel. And we said before that Nahardo's position was that once a call has been generated, Lo Mivatlinon. Someone says like this, Vahanardo Asre de Shmuelhu. But Lo Mivatlinon Kala. So therefore, again, what does Shmuel mean? Ella. Dei megalia mils the kedusha kama kedusha ma'alia ninu lo nitzrucha get misheni. So he's saying is like this: she has to leave the second guy. Does she need a get from the second guy? That will only be dependent because if you can clarify that the first kedushin was a valid kedushin, then she does not even need a get from the second fellow because the second fellow's kedushin was not a valid kedushin. 
Upligad Ravuna. But that ruling of Shmuel disagrees with Ravuna. Tam Ravuna, Eishas Ish, Shapashta Yodav, Akibla Gedushin Ma'achar, Mekudeshes. He says like this, even if a woman was known to be an Eishas Ish, we don't know that she's Megureshes. She's known to be an Eishas Ish, and she was Mekabal Kedushin from somebody else. So, Mekudeshes. Mekudeshes doesn't mean that she's now married to the second guy. It means we have to deal with it as Mekudeshes and she needs a get from the second fellow. Midi Rav Amnuna. What did he base himself on? Because Rav Amnuna, Amr Rav Amnuna, Ish Amr Rebalo, Girashtani. A woman looks the husband in the eyes and he says, you have divorced me, Ne'emenes. She's believed. The, 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 the Rishonim post going to say nowadays it doesn't work. But back then, if she would tell the husband that you are, have been Megarish me, she's Nemenis. Why she's Nemenis? Because there's a Chazoka. Ain Isha Me'iza Panea Bifnei Balo. A woman does not have the Chutzpah to say something directly to the husband that she's Megarish if she would, if you had, you, you divorced me if, if, you, if you hadn't divorced her. So Memela, so based on that, Rav Huna's takeoff on that was, what bigger chutzpah can there be if a woman goes that's known to be an Asian as the Kabul Kedushin from another person. So at least we have to say that because of that chazaka, she needs a get from the second fellow. So therefore, accepting a get from the second fellow, then, and when we thought she's married to the first one, you need a get. So that disagrees with Shmuel. Because Shmuel says, is that you don't need a get from the second fellow if it's been ascertained that she was actually married to the first one. So what's the machlokas of the I, Rav Hamnuna said, there is such a chazaka, ain't isham balo. The question is, how literally do you take it? According to Shmuel, it has to be Bifnei Bala, means she has to say directly to the husband, I am a Gureshes, you are a me. The case that we had, where she went and accepted Kedushin from the second one, that's not directly to the husband. That's only, he's saying that's, that's a chutzpah. But it's not chutzpah directly to the husband. So that case, Shmuel, we don't, we don't necessarily assume because she accepted Kedushin from someone, that must mean something to it, and that maybe she talked was Megureshes. We don't say that, because she never actually said to the husband, you were Megarish me. So, Idach, ki it, Nuna, when do we say, Ravam Nuna's Chazoka, that an Isha that's only the fun of if she actually says it to his face. But she'll love the fun of, but if it's not to his face, she could have all the chutzpah in the world. So the fact is, Makadish Isha, uh, Makadish from the second guy, doesn't necessarily mean that she's now for sure she needs to get from because she never said to the first guy, You are Makadish me. Alright. Zoktamaravaita. The second part was, if they found the thing was clarified, so we said that she needs, a, uh, that she doesn't even need to get from the second one. What happens if the matter wasn't clarified? We just know there was a rumor from the first guy, she was, for, she was the Kabbalah condition of the second guy, Shmuel Paskin, you have to leave the second guy, and we're not able to clarify anything anymore. So what do you do? So, that she can get a get, from the first one, and she's allowed to marry the second one. Because Lemaisa, the second one is Makadashur. We don't know for sure if the first one was Makadashur. So Misafeg, let the first one give her a get. So the first one gives her a get. It's only Iris and have no, no relations over here. She gets the, so therefore let her go marry the second one. Aval Makadashain even no Sarishon Lo. But what you can't do, is you can't divorce the second one, and then go back to the first one. My time, why not? 
Why can't you give a get, the second I'll give her a get, and let her go back to the first one? Where it says, Because people are going to think that she was divorced from the first one, now she's divorced the second one, now she goes back to the first one, they're going to say, it's He says, I disagree. I hold where it's only a rumor about the first one, and it's Makabal Kedim Hashani, she can get a get from Hashani, and she can go back to the first one. Why? Because Meimar Amra, I knew Rabbanu Mekidushay, because people are going to create their own amasla. They're going to say, you know why she's able to go back to the first one? Not because Machsa Grushosam in Aerosin is allowed. You know what they're going to say? It must be that they looked into the first Kedushin, they saw it wasn't a valid Kedushin, and that's why when she's Makabal get from the second one, she talking and go back and marry the first one. Okay. Now, in this case, we had that the second one, we had Adam that is Makabal Get. What if it's a call on both sides? She had a call that she's Makadeshes to the Rishon, and there's a call that she's Makadeshes to Shani. So she's a call on both sides. What's the halacha? So Yotzaleh kol mizeh umizeh mahu. So Amra Papa Afzu Megarish Rishon Venosa Shani. He says, I also think over here the right thing to do is we do not let her go back to the first one. If she wants to get the get from the first one, fine. Then let her marry the second guy, but not the other way around. Amemer Amar, it's a call on both ends. If it's a call on both ends, so no Muteres Lushneim, she can marry either one that she wants, and there's no problem. So it means like this. So therefore she can. She's Megarish Shani. She can marry the Rishon, or she can marry the Rishon and marry the Shani. The Hilchosa, and since it's a Halach is, it's only a call, and therefore Materas Hashnei, she can marry either one she wants. Gentlemen, have a good day, have a good shot. In the case of